0: Uh, yeah.
1: Breaker rim fangs power. Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome
0: to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling sound. It's episode 403 of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I, of course, am Brian Breaker. Joining me, as always, big underscore Bane. What is going on, man? Dude, not a whole lot. We are 97 away from 500. See, 500 is the real number to get to, right?
1: I mean, I, I think
0: 1,000 is the real number. but 500 is like, an approachable number. But that's
1: another another 11 years away. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> if we're podcasting in 11 years, I don't know, one of us has to change some shit in our life.
0: <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt, man. Unless,
1: unless we're making money, like substantial amount of money off this shit.
0: Yeah. Well, like I don't... It's weird. I never like thought like, let's do this till twenty twenty one. Right like, when we started it, it I just kind of happened. Well, we just never stopped. Right, and um, I think that's kind of the trend because I feel like I've seen so many podcasts. Uh, you know, I've had guys like, dude, I'm starting a podcast. I'm yeah, like, cool, man. And they go like twelve episodes yeah. or less. And yeah. I think it just it's easy for that to happen for things to fall. I mean, like back to sure. Nintendo, that happened sure. with me. You know, yeah, we, me and Brett were doing well and. Yeah. All of a sudden, you realize like, oh, this is real work, and yeah, but no holds barred. It happens every six months. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> your partner's a little bit more to blame on that oh, than yeah. I think than than Brett was, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, we got some wrestling talk this week. We got some movie talk. We got some toy talk. Ghost Goblins and Grapple Holds for PHPW is coming up very, very soon. Yep. Plus, we're going to start our tournament for 90s fads. Oh boy. And big underscore bane, are you ready for this? I, I I'm not ready, but I know what you're going to say. Do you? Yeah, I do. The return of the crazy sodas. So I think we'll uh we'll talk about it this week but maybe actually have our first soda next week. Yeah. That sounds all right. I got eight new sodas. Yeah. Are you excited about this? Nope. Not at all, huh? Nope. So, uh we're going to change things up though on this round of crazy sodas just to just to be different. Uh, a lot of people probably have not actually heard this cuz we have not done a crazy soda in well over a year.
1: Yeah, it's been a while.
0: It's been a long time. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a cup. I'm going to put every soda that I bought in the cup. Mm-hmm. We'll draw it out. That will be the soda we drink. But this will be the game to see who goes first. I will ask you a random wrestling trivia question. Multiple choice. Okay. So it's possible just to guess and get it right. Mm-hmm. If you get it right, I'll have to drink it first. Okay. If you get it wrong, you have to drink first. Yeah.
1: Luckily for you... I'm terrible at wrestling trivia. So <laughs> I'll probably end up going first. I mean, either way, it's one of those things. We've done rock, paper, scissors in the past, which I get why you changed the game because you suck at rock, paper, scissors. Exactly. Um, but I I uh, we both lose when it we, comes we both to still try it. Right, right. Yeah,
0: so it's 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 a no win, but it's
1: kinda like who jumps off the cliff first. We're both jumping off the cliff. It's just
0: yeah. Yeah. Who's, w- who's one of bigger. us has to watch us go down. Yeah, that might be worse, though. Yeah, might yeah. be. Based on that scenario. Yeah. I. Uh, it's weird that we've actually tried so many different sodas. I didn't feel like there was that many that we like hadn't tried. Yeah, but you found one that... I did. I'm not not excited about. Yeah, you want to tell everyone what that is? Enchilada soda. Enchilada soda. soda. Like... Do you like enchiladas? I love enchiladas. <laughs> Here's the thing.
1: It's like... On 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 the picture, I haven't seen the bottle, but on the picture, is it like a beef
0: enchilada, uh, or is I don't, it chicken? I it didn't. They didn't focus on the the protein.
1: Okay, because here's
0: here's it my. It more thinking. like the uh, the red enchilada sauce.
1: So that's that's my thinking. I knew it was going to be a red enchilada. So you're going to have that taste of the sauce. You're probably going to have a cheese taste. You're probably going to have the tortilla taste. Maybe an onion taste. You're getting a lot of
0: credit for, to a soda
1: company. And then heavily incorporated with all of that sugar so this is going to be bad i feel like it's probably going to be heavy on the red sauce taste and then probably. sugar
0: um do you think this might cross that threshold of like worst soda ever yeah it's gonna be between that and sweet corn you think so yeah see i didn't think it would be that bad i also got mustard soda we've had we have we've tried had, that
1: we've had and I, I recall if i recall that when it was bad but it wasn't
0: like you know shoot me in the face bad. Yeah, I also got uh three returning favorites, grass, dirt, and barf. Yeah. I don't recall what barf tasted like. It was like a peachy taste. Oh, so not that bad. Yeah. Uh, those are more novelty than like just straight up disgustingness. Yeah. Um also got a bazooka joe. That'll probably be good. I think so. Like um bubblegum flavor. Well they they still what's weird is I thought like, oh, I wonder if they replaced the Roddy Piper, because I thought, well, they may have lost rights mm-hmm. with him, but no, they still had it on the on the shelf. Do they? So, but again, sometimes there's that period of where like they can sell their stock, but they're not making more. Yeah, could've been that. I still um, got a bottle of that that I never opened. Like I wanted it as a keepsake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a really fun bottle. Yeah, you know kind of like the from the They Live movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, so eight sodas, man. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be wild. Gonna be wild. I also got Gross Gus's Pirate Piss. We have tried that. Yeah, and what did that taste like? I don't remember. I don't remember what that one tasted like. The name just grossed me out like unbelievably. It didn't taste like piss. I know that. Well, thank- because- thankfully. That's
1: got a very distinct taste. What? (laughs) Is it
0: necessary for me to drink my own urine? (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) No,
1: but do it because it's sanitary and I like the taste. (laughs) Dodgeball. I actually watched that movie a couple months back. The wife had never seen it. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: How how did it hold up? I I loved it. She thought it was hilarious, too. Really? See, I mean, I haven't watched it in so long. Yeah. Because, I mean, I love that Ben Stiller is essentially Tony Perkins. Yes like that's the same guy he's yeah that's the same thing um i love the his team blade Mm -hmm. laser blazer (laughs) 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 yeah so good yeah funny funny stuff absolutely Uh, Well, we got some wrestling talk Why do you say we dive into it here let's do it well here i am again talking a little pro wrestling while breaker and bay take a little break cracking them buying energies listen to me you two sons of bitches Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. Big underscore Bane. This is kind of interesting news here. Uh, FTR are the new AAA World Tag Team Champions. Yeah. They pulled a little swerve job um, as Andrade's good friends who are a mass tag team. Okay. I don't know if you saw the clips or not. No, I didn't. But, well, they they came out... in like full body suits, like green.
1: I did. I did see that. Yeah, I'm and sure they had a mask on. Too. They had
0: masks on. Ended up beating the Lucha Brothers for the AAA Tag Titles. I assumed to set up a tag title match at the pay per view or something. Sure. They, of course, they reveal it's all oh, it's FTR. They're the new AAA Tag Team Champions. Well, a lot of people were kind of jumping on them because I guess before they left WWE, WWE was trying to make them do kind of an outlandish gimmick, mm-hmm. and they were kind of like, I, they Scott or uh, Dax Harwood's kind of redirected he's like it's not that we said we wouldn't do it we just didn't understand why yeah especially if we're leaving right like we're not resigning we're gone mm-hmm. in a few months yeah if you want us to do this we will but why right and never could get a direct answer but to me like i don't dislike stuff like this i think it's it's kind of funny because it's also it was blatantly obvious who it was to yeah. me it was i mean when Edge and christian did the conquistadors to me it wasn't blatantly obvious but you could tell yeah and and this was, like, kind of the same, just, like, the way they way they stand. Like, these aren't luchadors. Right. You know, they're big, bulky southern boys, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's not luchadors. But what do you think about that overall, like, little misdirection thing?
1: Uh, Like, with them in the, the getup? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't bother me. I mean, it makes sense, them going down there, you know, hiding their identity. I mean, they're fitting in with the lucha crowd. I mean. Just,
0: no, this was in AEW.
1: When they wore the masks and all that? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't. So, wait. They won the AAA titles in AEW? Yes.
0: I did not. I did not know that. Yeah, it was on Dynamite, I believe. Oh, okay. Or Rampage, one of the two. But yeah, that okay. was that was the advertised match that was going to be a mystery tag team. So people are speculating, like, oh, maybe it's Authors of Pain. Maybe it's whoever. It and then them. this, like, random tag team. It's like the Conquistadors. Right, That's right, right. what the gimmick was. But it was FTR. They unmask. They're the AAA tag champions. Pull okay. one over the Lucha Brothers, which, again, I think is to set up a tag title match.
1: Yeah, for... Because Lucha Brothers are the AEW tag team champions. Correct,
0: right? yeah, okay. yeah. So I, I assume they'll probably do something in Mexico Yeah. and and so on. But but my, my whole point on that was I thought that was interesting that people were kind of pulling up that old shot from WWE when they wanted him to kind of dress outlandishly. Yeah, but this is different. I thought so, yeah. right? I mean, and even Dax Harwood's like, it's not the same thing.
1: Yeah, well, and on top of that, this isn't going to be their gimmick. They're not going to. They did that as, like, a setup. It's not like. Hey, our new gimmick is we're Lucha FTR. Like, yeah, that's just that was like a one, maybe two time thing, right? So
0: I don't know. Well, I I do know. I guess the idea with WWE, which made more sense when I heard about it, is the idea was to put them in that get up as like, oh, you guys want an entertaining tag team? We can be an entertaining tag team. You want us to dance? We can dance. Like, like doing it sarcastically. Yeah, yeah. Which made more sense, but I'm still like. You know,
1: it, it it feels too forced to me. Well, on top of that, you get to a point where you don't trust WWE not to, yeah, you know, handle things right. Right. Uh, the next thing so it's like, oh, we'll shave each other's backs. That's that's good yeah. shit. You Let's know. pour itching powder down their trunks. Right. Yeah. Stupid.
0: Yeah. Um. Dark side of the ring. This past week had an episode on Luna Vashon. Yes, they did. Um. Probably not their best episode.
1: Yeah, and I'm a huge Luna fan. I was super excited about this. I was too. Uh, episode, and I, I felt like it was just kind of all over the place. It was. And, uh, you know, which it's one of those things, like, I get that maybe there wasn't a whole lot to talk about with her, and you just had to stress the episode out.
0: There wasn't, like, one big crazy thing.
1: Right. Right. And I... I mean, there was a lot of stuff in there that I didn't know about. Like, I didn't realize that she was married to that one guy who was super crazy. Um, and then Gang Girl ended up beating the shit out of him. Didn't know about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize she had a kid. Yeah, I didn't either. You know. Um, I also didn't didn't know that, you know, she was part of that whole moolah crowd that had been touched on in previous episodes. And mm-hmm. and that, you know, basically she was definitely afraid of moolah. Yeah. You know, um, which it's weird. When you think of Ludovic Sean, you think of her like just killing everybody you know what I mean like
0: uh, yeah well what's weird though on the Luna episode because I rewatched that more recently like half the people are like she's the worst person ever the other half are like is so great yeah she was one of the more polarizing because like you got legitimately two completely different perspectives yeah yeah and so it kind of made me wonder like hmm you know yeah because I'm like why like especially some of the women that were praising her like I didn't know who they were right so they obviously didn't have a huge impact in wrestling so what do they have to gain or lose right by telling the truth or, or lying. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was interesting. But yeah, I think sometimes too, though, you have to have almost like like that Johnny K-9. It's like he was in the mob and blew up a police station. You have That's to have a fucking that, story. You have to have that big thing to kind of wrap around an episode. And mm-hmm. this one, maybe they didn't have that. Do you think this could be also where they're kind of starting to dwindle? Where some of the stories aren't as good as they could have been? Yeah. I mean, I think... I think it's one of those things where
1: you're trying to fit episodes in because you want, you have that episode number that you need. And I mean, there, there are nuggets of Luna's story that were fascinating, but like there wasn't one big event. A lot of it was stuff that like other wrestlers have dealt with too. You know what I mean? So it wasn't very right. Like the drug issues, the bad marriage. I mean, that's reminiscent of Macho Man to me.
0: You know what I mean? It's Wrestling 101, and right. especially in that era.
1: And so it's one of those things where, like, yeah, there's a story there, but is it episode worthy? I feel like it It could yeah. have been, like, a story on, you know, just drugs in pro wrestling. That could have been the episode. Right. Um, but either way, I'm, I'm happy that they touched on it for her. But, like, because like I said, I love Luna. But I also think it, if they would have maybe focused more on You know the fact that, you know, she was kind of like a trailblazer in the industry. It's because she was in an era where she was one of the few women who actually wrestled, and they didn't
0: allow that back then. I yeah, and I I never realized she was never a women's champion, but she wasn't.
1: Right. Yeah, that was something when it was mentioned. I was like, oh shit, she really wasn't. And I had no idea she was in ECW wrestling. Right. I didn't know that, so I thought that was a nice little nugget. But like again, like. I think that could have been more of a focal point. You know what I mean?
0: What did you think about the whole... I I knew her and Sable weren't best pals. Mm -hmm. And I had also heard the story like Vince is like, if you hurt her, I will fire you on the spot. Yeah. I get that. At no point would I have ever thought based on that, that you walk behind the curtain, he's got flowers, that you would have thought that they were for you. Yeah. I think. Do you think that was maybe a little fabricated maybe?
1: Maybe, but at the same time, like,
0: eh,
1: I mean, probably because, like, you think Luna probably knows, you know, how things work. Sure. But at the same time, like, she knows how things work. So she did the whole, she made her
0: look amazing. So yeah. why wouldn't she, you know, get praised for that? And she should have. Right. But it's just, it's that weird thing of, like, if you've been around wrestling five minutes, you should be well aware of who's getting the a the bigger payday right and the praise
1: well it's like who who was it that they did that big story on him he became huge again not too long ago he had that huge match with Bret Hart and WWE was going to make him the biggest next oh yeah 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 the McGee yeah Tom Tom McGee yeah it's like he was going to be the next Hulk Hogan but at the same time they they didn't realize at the time like Bret Hart was the one that made him look amazing it wasn't him right and And, so then they hadn't put up do other matches like this guy sucks right and so it's like one of those things like maybe even though Vince absolutely should know maybe he doesn't know that you know it's it's a back and forth thing you know both guys got to make each other look good
0: <laughs> i remember very specifically when i was in uh fcw and um a random guy would have a match with cashew Ono, who's Chris uh-huh. hero and afterwards like on three occasions i remember very specifically they were like man so-and-so really stepped up tonight
1: not realizing that it's because
0: of Ono, right yeah and i mean in chris i don't think was probably like a guy at the time they were really gonna push he wasn't He's not a body guy. He never really has been. And he he was just, I don't think that they looked at him as like, oh, this guy's money. Yeah. Because I mean there's we're gonna get into it in a second, but you know, he was supposed to be Roman spot in the shield. Yeah. That's what Punk wanted. Yeah. WWE's like, no, let's not let's not go there. So it's one of those things where it's like it's very clear to me that they didn't realize what they had yeah. with, with Ono the Right. <laughs> but here's the thing with the business. It's like, this is not a knock on him. WWE doesn't need Cassius Ohno. No. They will survive 100% just fine without him. Yeah. But he's a huge asset to have, in my opinion. Oh, and, yeah. and that was proof of that. It's like, well, he's having all these great matches. These guys are really good. No, they're wrestling Cassius Ohno. That's what's going on. Yeah. There was there was a difference there. So I think that's kind of how Bret Hart was. Yeah. So good that they, weren't, they didn't appreciate how good he was. Yeah. Because at the time, I think he was still... And the tag team, yeah. he wasn't even a singles guy yet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, well, this guy kind of sucks, man. Hmm. Maybe we got something in this Bret Hart guy,
1: right? Well, and I think that's I think that's kind of the same thing with Luna. Like they thought Sable did amazing. No, Luna made her look amazing. Yeah. And it's like, how do you how do you, you guys, the one controlling everything, how do you not know that?
0: <laughs> it's almost like did we forget this was a work <laughs> right? Second? Which we're going to get into that. Yeah. But uh, but overall, I didn't think it was a bad episode. I uh, I just I felt like it was like one of those where it's like, hmm. Eh, yeah it didn't touch on a lot of like groundbreaking new information I didn't feel like right
1: and and I um I mean again I, there were some nuggets in there that I didn't know about that sure. it was it was cool to find out, but I don't know. I liked it because I'm a huge luna fan like right. i I've loved Luna since I was a kid, I always thought she was an awesome character mm-hmm. uh, I mean She's cool. scary well yeah, as a kid, she scared me, but it was one of those things like I couldn't look away like she was so like interesting Mm -hmm. and at the time i mean that was a time where like really the only other women that i remember and i know she was past some of that but i only remember sherry i only remember alundra blaze like there wasn't a whole lot of women so for me she was the most interesting because yeah of her look
0: for sure definitely um roman reigns made news again but kind of in a similar way the guy Cannot help himself in an interview but to make headlines. Yeah. Probably on purpose would be my guess. But Mm -hmm. I guess uh, he's... I don't know what interview it was, but it went viral, so it's not hard to find. But he was kind of asked about CM Punk and didn't have the most uh, flattering things to say about old Punk. You know? Yeah. A lot of... um, Like, well, I mean, basically, like, he would not do a lot for me. He's lost a step or two. Mm -hmm. Um, But some of the things he said, you know, like... I look at those guys as a bunch of two hundred pounders. I just throw out of the club, and I'm like, I don't think WWE is the type of place to be saying like, oh, those guys are all small. Like, right. we're past that at this point. But yeah. I don't know. I just I felt like it's it's almost like Roman's at that point where he's becoming such a company guy. He says things to purposely stir people up. He, which isn't a bad move, right? Here's
1: my question with that though, is. As a company guy, like and I agree he's he's been handling shit way wrong, but as a company guy, how much do you put over the competition? Because you don't want to be like, oh, punk is amazing. Have you guys seen his latest match? Because then people are gonna start watching the other company. Like (laughs) you like I, I get his perspective, but at the same time, like I feel like don't necessarily trash them, but don't put them over. Like he could have just been like, ah, Punk's back, he's doing his thing, that's cool. I'm over here killing it. You know what I mean? Like
0: But which one gets trending on Twitter? Of
1: course, but like all that does is give Punk sympathy.
0: Mm -hmm. That doesn't that doesn't make people be like, damn, Roman's right. Like You're you're not wrong, but at the same time, you you said before we started recording, is he approaching this like a heel? And he is. He hundred percent is. He is, but the the unfortunate
1: thing is, is like Interview time, I feel like, isn't the time to be fully on
0: in character. Yeah, but I think he's trying to present as like not as a character. He, this is who he is. Right, but Roman Reigns and Joe and Hawaii are the same guy, of course. You know, which they're not. I, I get mean, it,
1: but like, that's not the time. Like, no, I agree. Yeah, like in interviews is not the time to be like, ah, eh, those guys can't hang. You know what I mean?
0: Like, but when he does this, it gets people talking. Yeah, but not in a good way. No, it's not.
1: Like, it's it's like, okay, well, you're a piece of shit. You know, I'm going to launch AEW.
0: <laughs> do you think that's what they do,
1: though? I think so. I mean, does it... Because people know Roman. Like, do you think it puts people, like, eyes on Roman? Or does it... You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like it's the same concept as, like, oh, wow, Mick Foley's the WWF champion.
0: That's going to put butts in the seats. Yeah. Actually, when you say that, that's a good point. That's... like Yeah, it's it's almost... It's that weird lowbrow. Yeah. All it does to me is like, hmm. It's a backhanded compliment. I most. wonder if Punk actually is a step behind. Let me find out. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. And I mean, like, let's be honest. He's not. Hell
1: no, he's not. <laughs> that guy can still outwork half the roster on WWE. Right. He looks amazing. And he's only early 40s. Yeah. Get
0: the F out of here. Well, like I remember him saying about He's in
1: he's in Hogan's resurgence era
0: right now. Oh dude, yeah. Hollywood punk. Absolutely
1: I can't wait. <laughs> Give me the handlebar mustache, punk. Yeah, whether
0: you like it or you don't like it. Stick it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me, punk. Oh god. But uh, yeah, but I mean it's it's that thing with, with Roman. Like I remember him saying about John Moxley. He's like, well, you know. He, he always he'd always call him Dean. Mm-hmm. I noticed, like, which is like of a course. very it's a WWE thing. Yes, it's like yeah, if Dean wanted to but Dean couldn't be the man here because I'm the man here. So he went over there so he could be the man. Yeah. He only exists in their world. And I mean, it's a controversial comment, yeah. But it's like, I'll I'll be honest. I was not a Dean Ambrose fan. I'm not a John Moxley fan. I like him a lot better than I like Dean Ambrose. Oh, I do too. But I'm still not a John Moxley fan. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, just, like I, I think they're trying to make him like this generation stone cold, and he's not, he's not, but especially not when you come out to a wild thing, yeah, that's a weird one, yeah. But I
1: guess, I guess we, I learned from FMW that that was a, one of the old Japanese guys theme songs, too, yeah. Uh, but I just feel like it doesn't fit in this time time and age, like it's weird. Well,
0: but I also know, uh, Major League didn't the main character come out to that, and he pitched for the Cleveland Indians. Oh, did he? John Moxley's a. Ohio guy, yeah. So I mean, that might be part of it. I don't know, but maybe it, it is a it's a it's a weird. It's not the song I would have pegged for him. Yeah, it's like oh yeah. okay, that's interesting. I mean, it fits. He's wild, but yeah. like yeah, it's just bizarre. It's kind of like calling his move the wacky line. It's like oh, is that's that really what he calls it. That's what he used to call it. Oh my that's god, that's what WWE called it. Oh my god, when he had come through the ropes, the Nigel McGuinness spot, they called that the wacky line. I'm almost positive they did. Oof,
1: yeah. I mean, they really made Dean Ambrose wacky, but I can't, I mean, that's kind of
0: wacky in no way comes across as like scary. No. Like if I like you wouldn't describe Freddy, Freddy Krueger as wacky. Yeah. Like eccentric. Yeah. You know. Maybe, but wacky? No. Yeah. It's not it's not good, but back to the uh, the Roman Reigns comments, um you brought up a good point like did that have a reverse effect because now people are like oh did punk lose a step or two we need to watch yeah we need to order full gear so he's wrestling right i mean but at the same time is he just like i am so sick of being asked this question probably because they're not asking him like okay so it's you and brock again big match but at the same
1: again it goes back to what i was saying and everybody handles things differently i'm not in his position obviously but like If I was sick of hearing that question, I'm like, man, I don't care. Like, I'm over here doing my thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, simple as that. Just be honest. Like, I don't care what they're doing. I'm in WWE. I'm the top dog here. F what they're doing.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Like like I give it no thought unless you wanted to come up to the major leagues. Right. And just leave it simple.
1: Right. I wouldn't sit there and bash him because all that does is give sympathy to CM Punk. Yeah. Who probably, like, doesn't even need any more sympathy because he's CM Punk after coming back after eight
0: years or seven years or whatever. No one was like upset that he came back. Everyone was so excited. Even
1: me as a guy who was over the concept of CM Punk coming back and wrestling got super excited when he came back and start wrestling again. Yeah. It's just he it was like literally the comeback story of a lifetime.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, it, a lot of people said it's, it was bigger than Edge at the Rumble. Yes. Because it's just like, even it, though we kind of all knew it was happening, we didn't know for sure. But
1: Edge Edge was, such, I feel like Edge and CM Punk, even though there's parallels there, it's two totally different stories. It was a guy who had his dreams crushed with Edge and like wanted to come back but knew he couldn't. That was a totally different story from CM Punk who basically like wanted to leave and was like, I am done. Yeah, and then basically over time, just never saying he's never coming back, and then just all of a
0: sudden he's back. Yeah, that's like a, an incredible story. Well, and then you know at that same time did, did some movies. Yeah, and then uh, some acting. Yeah, UFC.
1: Yeah, like if for like all intents and purposes, like he was done with wrestling.
0: Yeah, and just came back it's totally different stories between him and edge well and that's another thing too like roman also has talked about like you know these guys are a bunch of like my little brothers i'd just be throwing them out of the club yeah i feel like that's a super tongue-in-cheek comment yeah um and does, does little brothers mean something else in wrestling that i don't know about no as far as i know because here's the thing cm punk's way older than roman reigns well i think he's talking about from like a, a size perspective from A size perspective but again wwe's not land of the giants anymore right Roman I mean, Reigns is probably 6'3", w- 6'4", six, six, but... He, he's probably one of the bigger ones there. Sure. But, like... But, like, even Junior Dos Santos, yeah, who's doing, like, an anti-AEW angle, right? kind of calls him on that. Yeah. So... But, and also, too, like, him out of the equation, I mentioned
1: to you off here, Malachi Black is a legit badass. Oh, yeah. Jake Hager is a legit badass. That's two names out of the entire roster that could kick Roman's ass. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it, why are you making this a shoot thing? Like stop (laughs) and and that just because you're Samoan doesn't automatically make you the toughest
0: guy in the room well here's kind of part of what I think I really and truly believe Roman is saying what they want him to say I think so too and kind of going back to it it's probably not the right call it's kind of like Tony Schiavone he said for years that that Mick Foley call broke his heart yeah especially knowing how upset it made Mick which obviously of course and it wasn't his line, and Mick knew that. Right. It wasn't his line. But it still hurt his feelings. Sure, because he's like, ugh, I'll put some butts in some seats. And he's like, I was told, say it with disgust in your voice. Yeah. You know, like, that's what his direction was. Yeah. He's got a job, too. He's got a family. Like, yep. you have to do your job. I mean, you don't always agree with it, but it is what it is. Yeah. Punk kind of fired back at Roman, and um, I thought it was in kind of a funny way, like, um, something to the effect of, like, I think Roman said something to the effect of he can't be in my spot and mm-hmm. Punk's like I don't want to be in his spot I don't want to have my head so far up Vince's ass I can smell the Saudi Prince <laughs> which Amazing. is kind of a fun I mean like that kind of sums that up without him saying too much right like okay I get it yeah now this has kind of been brought up online too that I think a lot of the the heat I don't want to say heat but maybe a lot of the bad blood or bad taste in the mouth was because of a lot of Punk's comments on the Cabana podcast years ago they weren't anti-Roman but people realized, I think, in that conversation that Roman was being groomed as the guy mm-hmm. based on what Punk was saying, which was just him telling his story. Yeah. And do you think that may have when that downfall kind of started? Because around that time, shortly thereafter, that's when Roman wins the Rumble, and they all kind of turned on him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do think that's that's probably what got Roman hurt. because, I mean, he, he might not have known that Punk wanted Ono. He might not have known. He might have thought that this was like part of the plan all along. And maybe I that's bet, how they found I bet out. Knew. You think so?
0: Yeah. I knew that back then.
1: Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, but either way, I mean, for him to put it out there like that, I can see how it hurt his feelings. No,
0: but it wasn't a well-known thing. Right. Not everybody right. knew that. Yeah.
1: I think if you're I mean, in the know,
0: you knew. When I heard that they debuted, because when that shield debuted, I was in Florida at the time. Yeah. Um, I remember someone told me, I was like, Roman was with Rollins and Ambrose? Yeah. They're like, yeah. And I was like, man, I thought, and I thought Corey Graves or Ona would have been a better fit. Yeah. Because indie guys, that's what it seemed like. Corey Graves would have been a great fit. But instead, like, you put, like, the big Samoan monster with him. Yeah. Who at the time was doing kind of what he's doing now, the cool guy, Mm -hmm. you know, gimmick. And I'm like,
1: okay. But he was wearing, like, The, the chunks, wasn't he, at the time?
0: He was, but he was, like, every promo was in a suit. Yeah. Very, very, I mean, very reminiscent of what he's doing now. Yeah. But with, uh, But, you know, wrestling in the trunks and stuff. So definitely a different thing. But, you know, he obviously made it work. And I think he, I personally think they used Rollins and Ambrose to try to get him over. Yeah. and And it worked.
1: Well, if you remember, like, at the beginning of the Shield, Ambrose was the leader. Oh, yeah. And then slowly but surely, it seemed like they started to give the reins to Rollins. And then Rollins turned on him. And then Roman became the guy. Yeah. That's kind of when it happened is when Rollins turned. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, at first, Ambrose
0: was the guy out of that group. He was the leader. That's what it seemed like. Yeah. Know? And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's it's one of those things that's kind of, it's a weird thing to debate because it's so different. But you also wanted to talk about this, I know. Um, Rampage, at a certain point of SmackDown, they went head-to-head, I guess, mm-hmm. this past week. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't watch either one. Right.
1: But... Yeah, they went head to head. And
0: And I guess AEW actually did win a demographic.
1: But SmackDown whooped their ass in
0: overall. Yeah.
1: And my whole thing with this is like I I get for AEW the key demographic is important. But like is it really
0: that important?
1: And I know some people online were saying like, yeah, because that's how advertisers choose whatever sure. to advertise on that show. But again,
0: I mean, it make not to cut you off, but it makes sense that like when we were kids, what did we see advertised? Toys, toys, and PlayStation all right. the time, right? I mean, because that's the demographic they're trying to hit.
1: But also too, like, does that really matter? The key demographic. Because you're you're winning, but it's in this one small section of people. Whereas WWE, and we all know WWE is like geared for closer to kids. We've always known that. And so when they're winning the overall, I feel like it's not a huge win to to be like, well, we won in this little tiny section. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and it feels like a weird brag. And and when you factor in the fact that in the nineties
0: no one ever talked about demographics. No, they only talked about the overalls. I do know the demographic they're pushing is the demographic that is the highest for wrestling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I kind of get both sides, I guess. I, I mean,
1: but at the same time, like, is it when WWE is like still winning, like in all the other ones? I mean, because clearly people in the other demographics are watching.
0: So I look at it like this because there's—it's so easy to look at wrestling differently. There's a guy we know locally that bought a wrestling company. Mm-hmm. Um, he relatively quickly raised ticket prices because he thought ticket prices were too cheap, and I I agreed they were too cheap yeah. for live entertainment. He almost tripled them in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. What that did that prevented a lot of people from coming because they were yeah. like it's just too expensive. Yeah, can't do it. And I and I and I get that, but the previous company owner. And a lot of his people had made the comment that we outdrew them. Mm -hmm. We drew better. Which, they did have more people. But when you factor in, if he's three times the tickets, if they sold 300 and he sold 100, that's even. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like So it's it's... Yeah. Does that make sense? It's a similar thing. Yeah. It's a similar brag because it's like, well, okay, but what are we measuring it in? Asses or dollars? Right. You know, like... On one hand, did you have more people? Did you potentially make more money? Of course, because if Mm -hmm. you have three hundred people, you probably sold three times as much concessions. Yeah. So, and that was kind of my thing. I was like, Is it a live and die by the ticket sales? Because I know my thought was like, I wouldn't increase it that much because I think it's going to prevent people from coming because it's such a huge increase. Right. If we increase it a little bit, but you know, we still have people here. Concessions is a place to make money. Merchandise is a place to make money. All there's other ways to make money besides just the ticket into the door mm-hmm. that was my opinion but
1: well and that's a, that's another thing to factor into too is wwe i know we're going over on the wrestling talk but shit. um but like wwe doesn't really value i feel like ratings nearly as much as they used to no now they 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 have the netflix deal they just released that fucking undertaker shit yeah and they have like they have all the action figures they have the movie they have their whole movie Thing like where they make their own movies and things like that. Like they, they're so. Bad. I mean, they are terrible. But I'm saying like they have yeah. other avenues of making money. AEW only has wrestling and toys. They'll have video games soon, but yeah. right now they only have wrestling and toys. WWE has so much more that they don't really need people to watch on a weekly basis. That's true. And so, and, and at the end of the day, they are dollars and cents. They don't, they don't care about like, I feel like as much, they don't care about how many people are watching or if they win the weekly demographic.
0: Right. And so it's, again, it's one of those weird things. Like, look, what if AEW starts winning that demographic every week? Right. Does that necessarily equate to more dollars? Right. I don't know. Like, I don't know enough about that to give an accurate answer. I don't know
1: if it does either, because here's the thing, like they've been winning in this demographic the whole time. When they were against NXT, they were winning in that demographic. And so, like, I don't know if that's going to matter. It's hard to say, man. I mean. And it, I don't think is struggling. I think they're killing it.
0: Well, and that's the thing is, like, they're still doing regular pay-per-view. Yeah. WWE doesn't Yeah, do regular. I mean, they do, but they're not pay-per-view, pay-per-view. Right. It's, they're on Peacock. And, my God, you can get Peacock for $5 a month now. Yeah. Granted, there's ads, but I think you still get the live pay-per-views ad-free, don't you? I don't know. I, I actually, my... um my uh, I think, well, the reason I say I think you do is because how can they stop a live program? I mean, they might just jump right into ads. I really don't know. Like, I, maybe in between
1: matches. I, who, who knows? And it could be. Or maybe
0: on the replay, they, they throw in the ads. Well, and that's why I was wondering, yeah. you know. Because I also, but I also know Peacock... Maybe you don't get to watch it live if you only have the four ninety nine. Don't know. I I, I bought know. the ten dollar version because I was like, that's what I was already paying for WWE, so I'll just right. stick with that. Mm-hmm. Which I'll be honest, I've been thinking about canceling Peacock anyway
1: <laughs> <laughs> because I don't care for it.
0: It's not a it's not the best streaming service. Like I have
1: it for the office, but I'm like, well, I have the office on
0: voodoo. I don't really
1: need it. Yeah. You know. So I don't know. I've been thinking about canceling maybe around Royal Rumble getting it back.
0: Yeah. Well, again, that's why not. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things that eventually we're going to have to start kind of saying no to streaming services because there's so many. And speaking of that, AEW, I guess there's been talk of something's coming soon. and People are, are kind of thinking maybe he's partnered up with an existing streaming service. I think he should. Which I think is the smartest idea I mean, you can make.
1: Don't they already have AEW Plus on fight in, outside of the U.S.?
0: Yeah. Like, Why not just bring that shit to the U.S.? I would subscribe to that. I would too. Yeah. And um, if you could put all the dynamites on there. and I mean, I think... All the would, being the elites. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, and then you could do other stuff. I would love to see, like... then and, and I was wondering, what would your thoughts on this be? If they did a streaming service, it was relatively affordable. The pay-per-views were there, but they still cost, like, say, $25 as a well. Like half price. Would you be all right with that? Yep. You'd be okay with that? Yep. And then maybe they do... The four pay-per-views, but then four like live special pay-per-views, mm-hmm. but but they're free with the
1: subscription. Like maybe like
0: Fight for the Fallen or yeah, you know Fighter I mean? Fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally fine with that. I think that would be good. So I don't know if that's something they plan to do, but
1: I, I, honest fun. to God, I think they should. I know there's not a whole lot of back catalog right now, right? But there will be. You know what I mean? Like the longer they
0: go, the more back catalog they'll have. Definitely, I think it'd be awesome. Yep. We got a little bit of movie talk here. Why you say we dive into it? Let's do it. This is. Break up and bait up at the movies, yeah,
1: this is. Break your red bait up at the movies, yeah. All right, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got All now? All right,
0: big underscore band. I'll tell you what we got now. A lot of, a lot of DC stuff this week. I'm sure you, you dig that. You're a DC Makes me guy. a happy, happy boy. Does it? Continue. Okay. All right. I'll move <laughs> So the first official trailer for The Batman starring Twilight's Robert Pattinson. Yeah. You have told me
1: you have not been on board with Robin Pattinson being Batman. Not yeah. That, not that you were against it, but you said, I'm not on board with it. I
0: How agree. do you feel now? I still am not on board with it.
1: You're not on board with it. My God.
0: I don't like him as Batman. What's it going to take to convince you? I don't. I mean, I will see it. I actually really enjoy how Colin Farrell looks as the penguin. Uh And I like how Paul Dano looks as the Riddler. I think that's the coolest Riddler we've seen. Yep. But I don't dig the guy's Batman. I just don't. I I just, I I think it's going to be a great movie. I don't, I'm not saying the movie will be bad, but there's, it's like, I get Val Kilmer vibes.
1: No. Yeah. But Val Kilmer's, Val Kilmer, I'm not saying he's a bad actor, but that was a shit script. It was. And although I love the Riddler in that movie, too. I love Jim Carrey's Riddler. Yeah. Always, always will. I I I love Two-Face in that movie.
0: Jim Carrey is underrated as the Riddler. He did a really good job of being like that goofy, eccentric, very smart guy.
1: Which is, yeah, what we get in the comics and the movies, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, or in the, he had a lot of like the, the 66 Riddler movements, you know, uh-huh. like the kind of the goofy, over-the-top stuff. Which is perfect for him. Yeah. I'll give this movie a chance. I just can't say that I'm like fully like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is good. I, I'm just, I'm still not convinced.
1: He's, I don't think he's going to top uh, Ben Affleck for me, but I think it's going to be different enough to where I'm not, it's
0: not going to bother me. Yeah. Apparently Ben Affleck's still got a role in the new Flash movie. Good. Which is interesting. So. But they're
1: also bringing back... Um, Michael Keaton. Yes. So it's going to have
0: a lot of Batmans in it because they're doing the Flashpoint. Thing. Which is awesome. Yeah. I think that'll be really cool. Yeah. So we've also seen a little bit of uh, news for Black Adam, which is coming out with The Rock. Yep. Yeah. What do you think about The Rock being a part of DC? I'm not watching it. No. Nope. Hate The Rock. I'm done with The Rock.
1: Old bastard. Geez, where all the heat st- with The Rock? Come stole from? my thunder. <laughs> Released a song the same day as me. You son of a bitch. Oh
0: yes, yeah. so he didn't. <laughs> he didn't check your. He didn't check Bane's Twitter. He
1: didn't ask me first if it was okay.
0: Gee, I didn't realize there was that much heat. Man.
1: When I see him, I'm gonna get my ass kicked, but I'm gonna swing.
0: Are you? Do <laughs> you think he'll even get to that point? No. <laughs>
1: I'll never meet the Rock in my life, and I won't. Sw- I will never swing on that man. No, no I, w- I would give him a hug. Would you? Absolutely. I don't think they'd let you do that. If no, but if I had the opportunity to meet the Rock face to face, I would. I wouldn't even shake his hand. And be like, nope. F you give me a hug, big bitch.
0: I could see a security being like, okay, we got a bearded guy. We got to get him away from yeah. the Rock here. No, I, I just wanted to hug him. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted a
1: hug. I wanted to smell what you're cooking.
0: Good lord! <laughs> um, I found this to be interesting because I felt like The Rock would have been a guy that Marvel would have went after, but uh, DC landed him, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean,
0: not to say that he can't do anything Marvel, but you know. Well, I mean, what would he have done in Marvel? There's talk of him being the Submariner. Who? Namor, the Submariner. I don't know who that is. He's a kind of an Aquaman type character. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like Black Adam better. I think it's a better fit for him. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, I mean, i i hold I hold so much like back on these DC movies because I've been so let down in the past mm-hmm. that I have to just kind of go into it with a completely clear mind.
1: But Black Adam's going to tie into uh, Shazam, and I love right. Shazam, right. so
0: I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm not. I'm not holding my breath. I guess.
1: I I think he's the pro. The problem I like, honest to god, the problem I have with rock movies is they're just too much. Yeah, they're too. They're too over the top. It's, you know. It's like Will Smith movies. Yeah, it's like, I mean, they're fun for what they are, but it's like, okay, you know, I I know this cop isn't pulling down a helicopter. You know what I mean? And he's got to be wearing his Under Armour. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) settle down, pal. And you know there's going to be Terramana ads all over this damn movie.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, it's like,
1: settle down.
0: Well, see, that's one of the things I hated about Man of Steel is the unbelievable amount of product placement in that movie. Yeah. It's like good God. I mean,
1: you gotta do what you gotta do. I get it,
0: but it's too much. Yeah, too much. And um, Justice, the new animated film, is now available for early access. Yep, looks awesome. I saw the trailer for it. Um, this is a really fun story. People are not familiar. It's obviously the video game, and then mm-hmm. tied into the comic book, kind of like a you know, like what happens if Superman goes bad? You know, it's
1: well, it's it's
0: similar to Marvel's little What If series. Yeah, it's it's a really cool. It's a really cool story. Um, I have been hearing some of the reviews saying the movie was too crammed or too rushed.
1: Yeah, I feel like this probably should be a two, two, three-parter.
0: Yeah, two-parter probably.
1: And so it kind of sucks that it's not, but I'm still going to probably... You know what? I'll probably buy it, honestly, because I bought the long Halloweens, and now they're on HBO Max, but I don't care.
0: Right. still bought them. Yeah, they're, I mean, fun, right? I mean, so that's what it's about. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds also made some news. He has Mm -hmm. officially taken out sabbatical from acting
1: yeah what
0: do you think about that man do You think that's a, a long you think it's a play what is this or just him just being like i'm tired i'm gonna take a break
1: i could see him wanting to take a break i mean he doesn't he's a guy dude he doesn't really need to act i mean he's made so much money off of acting No, oh, yeah and then on top of that you know he, he does have a family now too and also too he owns a wireless company in canada he owns a um is it tequila or is it gin vodka maybe he owns it
0: i don't know but he, yeah. he
1: owns a liquor company i mean dude,
0: got some irons in the fire he's
1: kind of like the canadian rock yeah i mean he's he he makes his money
0: it's also one of those things where i don't think there's any like timetable for deadpool no i wonder if this is his way of getting marvel off their ass a little bit maybe where he's like, let's make this happen. And they're like, oh, we need to make Deadpool happen. Let's make a third one. Unless they recast. <laughs> yeah, but that wouldn't go well. No, it wouldn't. That would get so many, so much backlash from everybody. And definitely would. Um, but yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully it's not too long and he's back before we know it. Hey, yeah, I hope so. We've got a little bit of toy talk. Why say we dive into it? Let's do it.
1: Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. We'll break your remain to a bit
0: of toy talk. All right, well, Big Underscore Bane, this was blowing up the internet all day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, NECA announces they're doing like this 31 Days of Halloween, which I know that's right up your alley. Yeah, absolutely. So it's 31 Halloween-style reveals and, mm-hmm. and different stuff that they're doing. They announced a new line. It's going to be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Universal Monsters crossover. Yep. The first figure they showed was like, I guess we're going to call it Franken-Raff, maybe? Yeah. It's a Frankenstein-Raphael crossover. The Ninja Turtles are not um, not new to crossovers. We've seen this before, um, but not like this. This is a cool new thing. Um, what were your thoughts when you saw it?
1: Dug it. Absolutely. I was looking for more. I was looking for Leo and Mikey, and I couldn't. You didn't realize they're just doing one at a time.
0: Yeah, I don't think they. I'm assuming they're all coming. Yeah. But, um, I, well, I saw. I saw on their Instagram they said they're going to do a whole set. So. Yeah, yeah. But he's
1: just Raph is the first one.
0: So NECA is obviously an interesting thing because uh, they are at a higher price point, but these are Mm -hmm. also high-end collectibles. Um, I'm sure you've seen the boxes. They open like a book, which is also fun. Um, What do you think? I mean, I know it's a higher price point, but what are your thoughts on these? I've
1: never in my life bought a NECA figure, but I will 100% be buying these. Really? Yep. All in, huh? Yep. Because um, perfect for Halloween decorations. Oh, yeah. I'll be opening them up and everything, too. I mean... Forget the packaging. I don't care. I'm gonna pop them open, set them out.
0: Well, I think it's a really fun idea. I mean, I I know you got really into the WWE Ninja Turtle crossovers. Mm-hmm. Those just never totally hit for me. I, I don't, really enjoyed them. I, yeah, I mean, they weren't bad, but just something about them, I'm like, I don't know. Like, there was a couple of them I didn't
1: care about. Like, a couple of them that really weren't that great. Like the, I think the Rock one. I was like, yeah, yeah, kind of stupid. And there was another one. I can't remember which one it was, but I loved the Roddy Piper one. I loved the Macho Man. I loved the Demon one.
0: Yeah, um, the Ultimate Warrior one was fun.
1: Yeah, the Ultimate Warrior one was fun, but, I mean, because there was two sets. I can't remember who all was in the, the other ones, but, I mean, there were, there were some fun ones in there, but, like, it was one of those things, like, how do you keep it going?
0: Right. Well, there was I, a John Cena
1: one, too. I didn't really care about that one.
0: Yeah, well, I feel like these, though, like, this doesn't – they they really took. They, they took their time and yes. made this, like – as much of Frankenstein as it is Raphael, yes. where like those, I felt like it was like okay, it's Michelangelo dressed as John Cena. Right. It, it didn't hit as much for me, and they also use the new style turtles. These these look more like the movie turtles. Yes, and so I, I think it'll. I think they'll be
1: great, um, and I hope it's one of those things that maybe next year they do something different. I just wish that they would had timed this a little bit better. It's come be, out in February, and maybe it released in October. Yeah, um, but. You know, it seems like if they only release one at a time, maybe it'll
0: wrap up October of next year. Could be. Um, I do know NECA is pretty good about like if something comes out and a lot of people can't get it, they will they will try to release it another way. Yeah. Um, I know uh, you you mentioned off the air that you found the Super Shredder at Walmart. Yes. We're like, holy crap! Yeah. Well, that's a re release because yeah. I think they knew it was such a popular figure because a lot of guy a lot of the Fig Life guys are getting Kevin Nash to sign that, which is super cool. Amazing. Yeah. And it's a great looking figure, but I think it was also. It was smart on their part to be like, okay, this is a popular thing. Let's redo this. Let's make sure everybody gets it that they want it. And keep it away from, like, like to me, like, if I'm NECA, let us make that money. Screw the people on eBay selling it for double.
1: And that's the thing is, like, I I understand you don't want to make so many that you're losing money. Yes. But, like, you know for a fact... Your items are going to be hot. Right, make more of them. Mm-hmm. Make sure everybody that wants them can get them. Absolutely. And then maybe if like you you find out that your stuff is going in the resale bin and it's not being sold, maybe then you can scale back a little bit. Right. But like, make sure people can get your figures. Like that's it. Kind of goes back to like even with I feel like elites aren't as bad nowadays. But with the AW figures, like you're not making enough. Make sure people can get them. I feel like they're starting to. I'm starting to see them more now. Well, you're yeah. starting to see some of the older series, right? Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. But I mean, it, I feel like it's not, it was there for a while where like they would hit the pegs and then all are gone. Yes. And it's just, it's just annoying, you know? Yeah. Like you want to be able to, I would think.
1: Because I don't want to have to pre-order them on ringside. Right. Because ringside sucks. Like, yeah. no offense to people that buy there, but you pay more, you pay for shipping. It's like, I don't want to do that. I want to go pay 20
0: bucks for a figure that I found at Walmart. Right. It's Like, I want to be able to find them. Right. And I think that's. That's been the issue, but I also know AEW doesn't have as much shelf shelf space as WWE. Yeah, where you know, so
1: which is probably done by design,
0: of course. Yeah, you know, and I think also too, they say with new brands, sometimes you have to kind of prove your value mm-hmm. before they start giving you more shelf space and so on. I and do you think AEW is proving their value though? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, I think now there's some Amazon exclusive like two packs and belt packs coming out. I think that will start to show up in stores more because nice. You know, like as a kid, like I remember, like I would, as a kid, I would have loved like them to make like a set of belts like that. Oh yeah, if, if you didn't have them, absolutely, it's, it's a great idea. Yeah. So yeah, raft's coming out looks like it's set for February, so it should be a fun. Hopefully, uh, throughout October, we see more uh, reveals. Um, yeah, because I think these are this is a great line. Also, too, an idea I had, which I thought would be fun, because they did a line of customs. Someone did and they posted them online a few years ago, where it was like. You know Michael Myers, Michelangelo, mm-hmm. Raph, Vories, and then there was yeah. like Leatherface, Leonardo, and so on. That would be super fun to me too. They have rights to all those horror characters. Yeah, they have rights to the turtles. Like, why not make that a crossover? That'd be fun. Give me April Elvira, <laughs> dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Give it to me. Yeah.
1: Um, or hell, April as Carrie. I mean, yeah, that would be yeah. an awesome one too. I mean, there's a lot of one, a lot yeah. of good ones. That can yeah. Do. I think. Um, you could even have Bebop and Rocksteady as those twin girls from the
0: shining <laughs> yeah that would be interesting that'd be very interesting
1: yeah uh, there's a lot that they could do i yeah. think
0: i think that would be fun shredder is like pinhead or something oh yeah shredder's Pinhead would be badass yeah there's a lot that they could do so hopefully that's uh it's first of many to come absolutely we are gearing up it is time for ghosts goblins and grapple holds 2021 big underscore bane we've got quite the event for everybody coming yeah, up. yes we do uh
1: April 30th, so by the time this drops, a little under a week away. Um, We will have one more Adrenaline coming up uh, between that. But I think today I want to um, go over a little bit of what happened on Adrenaline this past week, Breaker. Let's talk about it. I, I, I continued the Tier 1 Faultality Tournament. As we are gearing things up. And ladies and gentlemen.
0: B-Underscore Bane's got a serious face on. Just want everybody to know that.
1: Tier 1 advanced. He's See got it? one more match. So you're saying Tier 1 was ready?
0: Unfortunately. I want you to say it. I want you to say it. I'm say not going to say I'm not going to say this stupid catchphrase. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Say I'm it. I'm not going to say, say it. it.
1: He looked up. He looked up. <laughs> tier 1. Made it out alive one more time. Here's the thing. He's got one more match coming up this Friday on Adrenaline, the day before the pay-per-view. Okay. Mm-hmm. If he wins that match, he gets a shot at me. If he doesn't, sucks to suck. You know?
0: Yeah, I'll probably have a match with you anyway. Here's, this.
1: What's that? Nothing. Continue. Um, here's the thing. He's going up against Elvis Aliaga, and I'm going to reiterate this this Friday on Adrenaline. Don't worry about it. But I want to make things very clear. Elvis Aliaga, if you do not win this match, you're fired. Nothing like corruption, you know. To, I'm just, I, just I, to put I, it out there. If you do not win this match, I love you to death, Elvis. I think you're great. I think you're fantastic. I'll invite you over to Thanksgiving. But if you do not win this match, I'm actually not going to invite you to Thanksgiving because. Why not? Well, well. Cause you, cause you're no, not because you prepared to we, fire well, No, we're, we're, we only prepare a certain amount of food
0: and. Yeah, and it would be weird to have a ex employee there if he loses. Yes, just don't lose, Elvis. I mean, it's simple. Just don't lose. It's like, hey, I only put things on the line like this, and put you know, put all these uh, stipulations when I know I'm going to do badly. So I get it. Go ahead, no, please it, continue. It, it, if in the event of doing badly, in the event, how do you not have confidence in your guy to say
1: he's going to win? I know it. I've had confidence in the last seven guys, Breaker, and
0: six. I would be losing your confidence six, if I were you, pal. I'm starting to <laughs> good. <laughs>
1: But here's the thing. Uh, We also saw Ethan Chambers and Drew Vinsel in action. That was one hell of a match. We also saw Jordan Zeilinger taking on Drew uh, Drew David Thomas in a match. Absolutely, we did. That was adrenaline was an awesome show. If you guys are missing on Adrenaline week to week, you're missing out on a whole lot. Uh, But you showed up
0: on Adrenaline. I was there.
1: You don't show up on Adrenaline too often. And I like um, my
0: Fridays off, Bane.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm aware. Uh, you showed up backstage. You had your own little little suit going on, and uh, you showed up backstage. And you got uh, that at a uh, Burlington Coat Factory. Yeah, did you walk in with five hundred dollars like a king?
0: No, I was on the clearance track for uh, about seventy-five dollars. But okay. I was okay with it. That's that.
1: That's that forty-nine percent paycheck. You should get fifty.
0: Yeah. Well, see what that gets you. Yeah, I can't wait till I have it. You you won't
1: ever. Uh, here's the thing. You you talked to Ethan Chambers Breaker. I did talk to you, him. You said you said to find a partner.
0: I did. Uh, what's that? What's that about? Uh, let me think about that. None of your business. Okay. Uh, I mean, is he gonna have a tag match at Ghost Goblins Grapple Hole? What's what's the deal? Yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna do that at Ghost Goblins and Grapple Holds. Ethan Chambers gonna have a tag team uh, match. Okay. Against um, I don't know. I think a very formidable tag team. Okay former PHPW Tag Team Champions. Okay. Doing the favor, Eric and Barry, against Ethan Chambers and a partner of his choosing. Huh. I mean, it's one of those things, again,
1: it's not that I don't like the decision-making. I don't like the fact that I'm not a part of the decision-making. And that's the best part to me. As 50% owner, I should know what's going on. You should, but you don't. And that sucks, doesn't it? It does. (laughs) And I, I, I don't like it. I uh, think things need to change. Yes. Okay. And it's going to change, Breaker. Uh, it's as, not. as 50% owner. It's going to change. Okay.
0: I'm going to need you to run things by me. Okay. You got to run things up the ladder, Breaker. I most likely won't do that, but I appreciate you uh, having the wherewithal to talk to me about it like a man.
1: Okay. Well. Uh. We'll, we'll see. We'll see about that. This Friday, the day before Ghost Goblins and Grappleholds, we're going to see Elvis Aliaga versus Tier One. Yes, we are. If Tier One wins. Him and I have a match at Ghost Goblins, Holtz and I, you know what, here's the thing. Elvis, I hope you do lose. Not that I want to see you on the streets, but I hope you do lose. Because I want a chance to beat the crap
0: out of Tier 1. Well, then just call off the match and fight Tier 1 anyway. Nope. Okay. Not going to do that, because I want Elvis
1: Aliaga to beat him. He's going to have to earn that match. And I don't think he can do it. I don't think it's going to happen. Elvis Ayaga is a former PWW heavyweight champion. He who, is. D- who did he beat to become PWW heavyweight champion? Tier One Travis Fowler. Wasn't that a multi-man ladder match? Doesn't
0: matter. It does though. Doesn't matter. I'm sure Tier One remembers that very well. He climbed that ladder to the top of the mountain. I hope Tier One hits you with a ladder.
1: Why would he do that? It's not yes. gonna. It's not gonna be a no DQ match. If he hasn't, if he hits me with the ladder, it's a disqualification. Worth it. And if it's a disqualification, he never gets a title shot again.
0: Mm, yeah, that's true. You pulled a fast one on me. I pulled a fast one on everybody.
1: Anyway, we're also gonna have a nice little, uh, nice little warm up for the heavyweight champion, Mike The Cleaner, as he gears up for his championship match um, against Jordan Zeilinger. That's right. Uh, we're gonna see him in a match against Joe from Wreck My Faction. Okay. Uh, also, Crager from Wreck My Faction. A handicap match. Also, Cam from Wreck My Faction. Okay, wait, what? Yeah, three on one handicap match. You
0: got to be kidding me! No, just a nice little
1: warm up. Nice little. That's tu- not a warm up. Nice that's, that's, nice that's a, a, a tune up match. That's a for, mugging. It's a nice little tune up. That's match a mugging. For, for cleaner, man. nice little tune up. Just get you, get get your body warmed up for the for the main event. Unbelievable. Ghost Goblins, gra- I'm just I'm just trying to help him out. You will get his body warmed up a little bit. Of course you are. You know, I yeah, mean, I'm just I'm here to help you out, Cleaner. You know, you know. Even, even though you've had attitude with me lately, I'm just here to help you out, pal. You're so corrupt. And then uh, also, Jason Wolf asked for a match against Prison Mike. He he legit wanted a, a tune-up
0: match. I'm not surprised after what we saw a few weeks ago. We'll remind everybody: Poetic Prophet took a, his first pinfall loss in I don't know how long. Long at, time. At the hands of the Scranton Strangler. Yeah. And I think effectively they are kind of like ex officio the number one contenders, right? Yeah. The Scranton and, Syndicate.
1: And uh, yeah, Jason Wolf was like, you know what? Let me have a piece of the pie. I don't blame him. He said, "I'm, I'm, I want a little bit of lemon meringue, you know." And he, he was like, "Give me a piece." So I gave him a piece.
0: Wait, what does lemon meringue have to do with it? I don't know. Just kind of the first kind of pie I thought of. It's, it's October. Why wouldn't, you, why wouldn't you throw out pumpkin?
1: I don't or pecan. I damn it! I should have. Let me use pecan pie. Do you? It's oh, yeah. not as good as pumpkin, but whatever. Whoa! It, see, this is why I'm fifty percent over right here. Pecan is way better than pumpkin. That's your favorite pie? Yeah, I could eat pecan pie all year round, brother. I'll keep that in mind next time I'm in catering. Oh, okay. You going to get a pecan pie? Nope. Oh. All right. <laughs> I'll, anyway,
0: I'll, I'll, I'll make sure it's nice and warm for you. Don't know what that means. I. Uh,
1: <laughs> anyway, so to kind of gloss over once again, one week away, Breaker, we have Mike the Cleaner taking on Jordan Zeilinger. Uh, for the PSPW Championship, can Mike the Cleaner keep it? We will find out. Uh, then we also have the Openweight Grand Prix Championship match on the line as Jack Gable will defend against Scott Toon, who earned a shot at that title.
0: I'm excited for that one.
1: Yes, uh, PSPW Tag Team Championship on the matches on the line as the Inevitable Assassins will take on the Scranton Syndicate.
0: Whew! That's gonna be. Uh, I mean, we're pretty much giving them the night off. I feel like. Yeah, but I mean, it's gonna be like a pretty much a glorified just like. Squash. Yeah, but I mean more than that. It's gonna be just like mugging. a mugging. A mugging, uh yeah. a complete just like a should
1: annihilation. Call, should we call the local IMSA? Probably and, and see if they'll just hang out. just Probably, in case. yeah. Uh then we also have the Die Hard Championship on the line. We might need the the ambulance for this match as well. Aaron Anders will defend against Dmitri Alexandrov.
0: That will be an interesting match. Dimitri actually beat me um a few weeks ago. So yeah, we'll see what happens.
1: Then we also have uh GBM. He's going to be in a match against Ricky the Roper Rex. Boy, that'll be a main event anywhere yeah. in the country. And I got a surprise for I got a surprise for old Bill Venus. Do you? Yeah, I got a, I got a little surprise for him. He's like been, a, he's like been, a pinata. He's been or something? Be, he's been begging me to get Pyro back. I said he's going to be back. Oh, really? Pyro's coming back. Pyro's coming back. Uh, all right, hey, breaking news. I said I said if you bring Pyro back, nobody else comes. Nobody you you don't bring anybody else.
0: You close that Pyro, forbidden door. Pyro
1: huh? can come back. You can't bring any of these other jabronis. Well, okay. Th- so there you have Pyro's it. Pyro's coming back. We we came to an agreement on that. Then we got Ethan Chambers and a mystery partner, like you just mentioned. We'll take on doing the favor. That's, I'm excited for that, man. I think that's gonna be good. I'm excited to see who uh who the uh partner is.
0: I am too. I think uh, everyone will be I don't even know. I just told him, Hey, go find your partner and we'll see what happens. Only there. Ethan knows. Only Ethan knows, so we'll see what happens. Um but anyway, that's that's the card. I I mean I'm, dude, I'm not even gonna bring
1: my gear. That's how confident I am.
0: That's definitely a smart decision. Yeah. I'm not even gonna
1: bring my always gear trust your
0: instincts, to too. You and know. Holtz. I I have full faith in in Elvis Aliaga. Of course you do. Yeah. Absolutely. Smart man you are. Well, I think it's about time to dive into our tournament of nineties fads. Now, big underscore bane, I was gonna put this tournament bracket in order, but I'm gonna tell you. I think just by the way we picked them, it's perfect order. Is it? Tell me what you think. So the first matchup will be uh Jinko jeans and gigapets. Yep. Second match, which is the most bizarre, the Macarena dance and Yikes pencils, yep, that's fine uh third matchup will be Furby and Beanie babies, totally fine, and then the fourth matchup pogs and goosebumps totally fine, I mean, like it's perfect right
1: yeah i I wouldn't know how to seed those no, if I, I wanted
0: either. to, so that's fine with me, so that means our first match will be Jinko jeans versus gigapets. Let's kind of briefly touch on these Jinko jeans were huge in uh in the late nineties as these like skater type pants. Mm-hmm. Ugly sin. There were some that were like not as bad and then some that were just like hideously ugly. Yep. Um they didn't I didn't feel like they lasted long. It was one of those things where like when you saw them after the fat, I was like, oh God, that guy's got some jinko.
1: It's kinda like the way I look at like bootcut jeans
0: nowadays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like just eight. like,
1: wow, you're wearing that, are you? No offense to anybody that still wears bootcut. I mean I'm not hating. I'm just
0: saying for me personally. They just don't look right on me. No, they, they don't look right. I agree. Um, but also, two Giga Pets, uh, or Tamagotchi, I guess any digital type of pet. I remember these being huge in, like, fourth and fifth grade. Yep. Of course, they were a keychain. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like a little game, right? Yeah. And you would uh, take care of this little animal type whatever it was. Mm-hmm. You had to clean up the poop and give it food and all this other stuff. It was kind of like a never-ending game. Yeah. and. Of course, like anything, they were huge. And then teachers, oh, you can't bring them to school. So they, they fall off.
1: Yeah. Did you ever have one of those? I did not. Never had one of those. Never really thought to
0: get one of those. I had a Tamagotchi. Yeah. And uh, I remember that was like the original, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, it wasn't that good. I just remember not being that exci- like At the time, I was like, oh. Oh, you got a Tamagotchi. Right. And it's like, yeah. yeah. It wasn't that fun. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is kind of lame. You know. Yeah. You got to keep up with it. Yeah. And it just kind of just, the, the fad died quickly. Yeah. Okay. But uh, which one do you think moves on here? Uh, Jinko's. See, I think that too. Yeah. But I think it's also because that was later on mm-hmm. in, we probably both had them. I don't know if you had them or not. Or I oh, know. Did you want them though? Yes,
1: I did. And and I had like an off brand version. Like I think South Pole made a very similar version. I remember you saying and that. Yeah. yeah I, I had a pair of those, but yeah, I didn't I didn't actually have Jinkos. They
0: were so expensive. Yes, they were. So uh let's let's that will be our first matchup. Jinko jeans versus gigapets. Yes. What moves on in the tournament? Yeah. This will be a fun one. Anyway, anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? That's it. Well, we want to, of course, plug it up, throwing out to our podcast buddies like Fully Posable, Jeff and Scott, the Wrestling Figure Podcast. Make sure to check them out every Sunday. Yep. And also check out Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Yes. They're not always right, but they are always drunk. Absolutely. There's also doing the favor with Eric and Barry. You've got a big match coming up on Ghost Goblins and Grapple Holds. That they do. And uh, the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric's another really fun show. Check them out. I'm actually supposed to record something with Steve tonight on Halloween Havoc. Nice. We did one two years ago, I think, and it was a lot of fun. So I think we're going to talk uh, the Chamber of Horrors tonight, maybe. Awesome. That's the plan, anyway. The Ringside Rant with R.J. is another great show. The Leisure and Lariat's Podcast with my buddy Ruthless Ryan Davidson. Boot to the Face with uh, Marty and Rucker. Tales from the Estate with uh, Drew Vinsel and his wife Kalen's another. Go-to for both of us. We love that one.
1: Absolutely love that show. I've said it before. I'm, like, super behind on
0: podcasts, but um, that's one, like, immediately I'll be I'll be going in on. Definitely. Uh, right? My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew over there is a fun one to check out. Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds. Howlin' with the Wolf with our pal Jason Wolf. And, of course, don't miss out on his Chop Shop. He's got a lot of cool stuff in the pipeline there. Yeah, Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shot with our buddy Tim over there. Uh, Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast with... Uh, Our pal Richard and his friend Matt talking all things horror movies. Perfect for this time of year. Absolutely. And I want to throw this out there, too, because I forgot to last week. Uh, Aaron Anders has a new podcast. Okay. It's called Catching Up with Aaron and Daniel. I guess uh, they were buddies way back in the day. Aaron moved on, started doing the wrestling thing. They kind of lost touch, and now they are kind of getting together and talking about all the movies that happened during that period. Awesome. And they started with Thor from 2011, and I think episode two just dropped this week, and is all about X-Men First Class. Amazing. So, yeah, check that out, Catching Up with Aaron and Daniel. Very cool. And then, of course, wrestling comic books, Grapple Hold, To Be the Man, Evil Ain't Good, Tales from Planet WrestleTopia, all of those are available wherever you get your digital comics. And then of course our other podcast, you know, it's fake, right? The ongoing battle with the dirtiest four-letter word in pro wrestling just had uh, just had you on, Big Underscore Bane. We talked, yes. we talked all about uh, the world that is Bill Venus.
1: Yeah, and we recorded that so long ago, I don't really remember what all we talked about, but
0: we covered almost everything. Yeah, I think. it's it seems like people really enjoyed it. So it was it was a fun episode. I hope everybody enjoys that nice peek behind the curtain. Yeah, and then of course uh, the TV Toy Cast every Thursday with me and Travis Fowler. We just dropped an episode on. The WCW Vibrating Wrestlers. Amazing. Which are just so hideously bad. But yeah. But they're so much fun to talk about. Yeah. And then, of course, No Holds Barred with Bill Venus. I know you guys are currently on sabbatical, but we'll probably be returning for a special very soon.
1: Yeah. I mean, Halloween's coming up. Uh, I imagine we will probably not be back for another season until after the new year. But we will be sprinkling in some episodes for Halloween, for Thanksgiving, for Christmas. Um, and there may be, I'm, I'm, since everything's kind of out in the open now, I'm workshopping a new character. Oh boy. So there might be some new additions happening and it might debut at Halloween. I don't know. It just depends. Um, you're dropping bombshells, bro. Yeah. It might, it just depends on, uh, if I can get it worked out or not, but I'm super excited about the idea. I think it'll add another fun element to the show. Something that I feel like has been the show's been needing for the yeah. past couple of seasons. Um, so should be fun. Time to add Andy to the cast, right? Uh, I feel like, yeah, I mean, I don't know if Andy's the right, the right character, but, but it's, what I
0: mean, like he freshened it up because he was yes, different, you know? Yeah.
1: But it's, um, Charles minor, maybe. No, I, I'm trying to think who I would compare that to. As far as from the office, I can't really think of Robert, it. California. No, not even Robert. It's, um, Probably probably similar to Toby. Okay.
0: But a very different type of character. Interesting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it, yeah. though. Should be good stuff. So check all those shows out. And, of course, all of Bane's music you can find on App, Apple or Spotify, including the new song, The Freaks. Yes. Download
1: The Freaks. Stream The Freaks. Uh, put it in your Halloween playlists. I actually um, spent like 10 bucks to get it promoted, so I, I, I'll see if that helps out a little bit. I don't think it will, just because the format of
0: the uh does that mean it sh- pops up in streams randomly
1: <laughs> no it means it'll pop up like on a promoted ad I used this old service that I haven't used in a long time but they they do things to help promote artists and it's called reverb nation and um it was like a promoted promoted ad that was like a it's like a promoted playlist with like all these people in it and I had spent like 10 bucks I'm like yeah I'll give it a shot see right. if it helps out at all because it was only ten bucks, and so we'll see. But I am still trying to get that, get more eyes and ears on that. Um, it seems like with Spotify, the, like it's gotten, it's gotten a few people added to their playlist. So keep doing that. That helps me right there.
0: Okay, do it, yeah, big for time. Sure.
1: So like whatever playlists you want to, just throw it in there. So does that mean, like, favoriting the
0: song or what?
1: Favoriting it or, like, on Spotify, if you, you can create playlists on there and just throw it throw it in there. I didn't even not know. You could do that. Yep, yep. You can create playlists on your Spotify. Interesting.
0: Yes, so I don't use Spotify that often, and I that don't. might be why I didn't know that.
1: I don't either. Like, I, I keep it because I have the artist page. Sure. But, like, yeah, I
0: mean, I can do that. And so, yeah, help me out there. Definitely. And then, of course, you want to support us, patreon.com forward slash... BBPH, you get uh, the weekly adrenaline episode, uh, you get the weekly energy shot. Mm-hmm. I'm doing some unboxing videos on there. So there's a lot of good stuff happening on our Patreon page. Absolutely. And then, of course, uh, Outsiders Beard Co., if you got a beard, get you some beard balm. Check out that new October scent of Candlejack.
1: Yeah, only a couple weeks left uh, to, to check it out. So get it while it's still here. Uh, after I'm telling you, November 1st, it's going to go away. And then
0: uh, we'll have the Thanksgiving scents up. But, um, yeah, get it while it's get it while still there. Definitely. And then, of course, uh, all of our T-shirts you can find at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, BBPH.redbubble.com, and Whatamaneuver.net. Search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. You can also search for Big Underscore Bane there or TB Toycast. Mm-hmm. Get all of our threads all in one order if you want. Absolutely. Anything else, ma'am? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in 7 days. Peace easy. Yeah. One
1: more time. <laughs> It ain't over till I say it's over. So like the cage up, cause this is a takeover, the weight's over. If this the final time we meet, then you'll be on your back on my feet. Then I'll tip the cage over as I hangover. I'm super fly, so I can splash off the top, and I can shred down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crap, and I'm always gonna rise to the top. People's champ like the rock. I do not give a fox so let that shit drop.
0: Man, I'm so over. Double pistols. What you think? It was good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch.
1: Can't dig it.
0: Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.